0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Red TV. It is the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show. I'm Chris Pajak. That is James Redmond.
1: Jim Bob Redmond, Dino. He's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. <Fuckin' laughs> up. Give me some skin.
0: I nearly left you hanging there, didn't wow. I? That would have been embarrassing. That would have be been devastating. I'm so glad that that didn't happen to me like it happened to Cy si last week on one of the shows. Where did he it went, happen to Yes, Yeah, Cy si, si thought that um, Ben was going for a high five and went for a high five on camera, and Ben wasn't going for a high ben five. Ben doesn't
1: go for high fives. Nobody first, goes actually. for high fives. I. And secondly, that would happen to Cy.
0: Yeah, it would. And it did. And it was brilliant. And we rinsed him for it. We put it in the video a few times. And rightly so. With slow-mo. Anyway, we are here to talk about Liverpool versus Dortmund. It's the first of three US pre season friendlies. The squad is out. Ooh. By position, we've got Minule Atherton on the level. Lauren Green. Van Dijk, Gomez, Matip, Lovren, Vandenberg, Phillips, Alexander Allen, Robertson, Hoover, Klein, Lewis, LaRucci, Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum, Ox, Milner, Lalana, Jones, Wood, Benarigi, Brewster, Wilson, Kent, and Duncan. There you go. Well,
1: in, lad. That was good. That was all right. That was, was not it? Fine, that, lad. I've
0: been watching a lot of battle rap. Anyway, um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about obviously is is who should get their opportunities. We've yeah. seen Liverpool against Tramia, we've seen Liverpool against Bradford. Um, there are a load of players that I want to see, James, but who is it that you want to see from those lads that we've just mentioned?
1: There's one in particular, he played the first half against Tramia and I've kind of bigged him up since I've seen him in that game and it's Larucci. I was just so impressed with him in that first half against Tramia. I thought the way he went forward was very good and, and I didn't quite expect him to run at defenders in the way that he did and obviously you know he's a young player there's still going to be room for improvement in certain areas probably defensive areas in particular but that's why you you start players like him in these type of games against Dortmund etc because they're going to be playing you know they're going to be rotating their team and I think it's a perfect game for someone like LaRucci to come in and show what he can do. Absolutely I mean
0: LaRucci was a converted winger you know yeah. so that's why you can see that drive and determination to go forward yeah. and, and go past players I was particularly impressed like you with how he was willing to go beyond he looked raw yeah. he looked powerful he looked athletic yeah. but he, it, very very raw for me and I, li- I like that, that that you know you can you can soften the edges as it were yeah. mm-hmm. um, but it'll be good for him to go up hopefully Dortmund play some big players it'll be good to see him against the likes of those and you know there's a space in the squad isn't there you know Larucci and Adam Lewis are probably fighting for an opportunity to fight for the backup left back yeah. position um, and it'd be nice to see one of them showcase their Definitely. talent enough that Klopp thinks of them as, the, as a genuine option there
1: Yeah 100% and I think with both players I think that's only better for us as fans kind of because obviously we're talking about buying a backup left Back, etc. But when you have two young left backs who quite clearly want to be that guy who's just you know beyond Robertson, it brings out better performances out of both players. Because when a player is comfortable in their position, that's when they might start to drop off a little bit, and the energy levels might you know begin to you know lower it. and. I think when you've got that competition, it only brings out the best in That's you. That's it.
0: And these lads, these young lads are going to be playing Dortmund, yeah. Sevilla, Sporting. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are big sides, big European sides. And, you know, I mean, a name on everybody's lips at the moment is, is Ryan Brewster, isn't it? And, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen him score goals against uh, Tranmere and Bradford.
1: Definitely.
0: We want to see him take that step up as well. He's the one that I'm most excited for, I think, yeah. Ryan Brewster. Are, are you excited to see him again?
1: I've kind of made a big call. Like, I've... Kind of said that he's going to be the next big thing in the Premier League. Um and this season. Not this season, just in the upcoming seasons, you know, as he gets a bit older, gets a bit more game time. And the reason why is because I just see that natural ability in terms of, of what a striker needs, the composure, his first touch, his finishing ability. I feel he's got all these things that a lot of players don't have and he can work on other things, you know, like getting in behind, getting in the right position. But in terms of his composure on the ball and his, his his ability to find positions to be able to you know get in get in that right area in the box and slot a goal in. I feel I feel that's like, what it um, looks
0: like. He's got in abundance, yeah, doesn't it? You exactly. know that uh, that ability, as you say, to just find that a little bit of space and his finishing looks great and. You know, even his hold-up play, I was massively impressed with it against Tranmere. Balls getting lumped for a, for up a, to him, for, and a, for the kids smaller, off. yeah,
1: he's he's very strong. He seems to be very, you know, he, he likes. But to it's have that it
0: touch people. as well, that, that ability to knock a ball around the corner and go oh, yeah. and look to run in behind. He's such an exciting talent, and Liverpool not looking likely to sign a forward player. It does say to us all, I think, that Ryan Brewster is there, and he's a genuine part of this first team squad. Yeah. And he will, I think, there's an opportunity for him if he performs well in these three games. I'm looking at that going. You're picking up Daniel Sturridge's games yeah. this season and you might even pick up a few off Divock Arigi if you can out
1: the best in the world. Defo. I, I couldn't agree more. You know what i mean? And the thing about Brewster, he's showing signs at a very young age that I don't think other players like Divock Arigi and Daniel Sturridge were showing. Obviously, I don't know what he was playing like when they were 18 but the thing is, Brewster's being talked about as a real big prospect, and I understand that that can get in some players' heads, but he seems to he's been a prospect for a while now, we've all been boasting about him for quite a bit, you know, he's, He's kept his head down. He's come into this pre season and he's showing us why he can be in this team. And maybe Jurgen's looked at it and hasn't gone and bought a four because maybe he's actually happy with what he's got. Maybe he's actually happy with Divoff being the backup and rightly so. And then you've got this young upcoming superstar in Ryan Brewster. that he might see it. He, we, we, we think we see it, but maybe Jurgen just knows this kid. Has all the abilities and attributes to become a top-class player. Why
0: spend 40 million, 50 million, 60 million on a fourth cycle exactly. if you believe the man's good enough?
1: Exactly, we're talking about Kylian Mbappe's, for example. Why go and spend 200 million on a kill? Now, listen, I'm not saying Bruce is better than Mbappe. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, when you've got a, a talent there, a player who can go on to become a top-class player. Why go and spend two hundred million when you could have it right that's in it. your face? You know, I mean, I'm still saying Mbappe. Don't get me wrong. No, but no, Shane. Your point,
0: your point is, I suppose that you don't want to stunt the development of Brewster. Exactly. and you need to find him game time at some exactly. point during the season so that he can improve. So yeah. that in two, three years' time, you reap the benefits of that. Exactly. Now, if he comes in and starts making a good start, and then forces his way into, you know, the backup, yeah. and then produces then all of a sudden you're in an even better position yeah. because the lad who you were happy with is your number two in the mm-hmm. is all of a sudden your number three because yeah. Brewster's performing.
1: It's, all, exactly. it's almost win-win. He's yeah. just got to do it on
0: the pitch and now the thing in games is, that
1: matter. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, me, you most Liverpool fans would want Mbappe. But if we're talking from Jürgen's point of view, you know what Jürgen's like? He, he wants to make his signings, he wants his players. Maybe he's not interested in going to spend X amount of million on Mbappe when he thinks, do you know what, I can turn this player into an Mbappe or do you know what, I can turn this player into a Rian Brewster but make him very, very good.
0: Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Another one I'm interested in seeing, actually, is Seth Vandenberg. You know, uh, new signing, um, didn't didn't play against Bradford, uh, as no. I remember um don't think so so we're looking to see him we're looking to see you know Willie he slotting alongside maybe a matip or a gomez potentially
1: virgil van dyke if he plays yeah you know and that would be interesting to see a van dyke and you know vanderburg partnership and the reason why that would be interesting it'd be nice to see what he's like against the next to the best center back in the world see how he plays off that see how he feeds off that and um I'm excited to see him, you know, he's got a real physical presence about him, you know, he's a big lad, he's young, which is always a good thing, and also, if Jürgen Klopp has brought him in, because he's wanted to bring him in, and when Jürgen Klopp brings in a player, you, nine times out of ten, they usually do well, if yeah. your name's not Loris Carrier. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like,
0: another one I want to see more out of is, is Keanu Hoover. you know, I had a good game against Bradford, Definitely. looked Terrific, actually. Again, really athletic. Looks lo- lo- love really at, the at for the Absolutely, and, yeah. and rightly so. And you know he'll be wanting to bang on the on the first yeah. team door this season. So big opportunities for a lot of players in this squad. I mean, Curtis Jones, a ladu from this city, first and foremost. Almost Liverpool's forgotten man at the moment because of the light yeah. that's being shone on Brewster and maybe the new signings. Yeah. But this is a big preseason for Curtis Jones, and I think you know we saw such exciting talent out of him last preseason. He's got to kick on though, hasn't
1: he? That's exactly what's got to happen with Curtis Jones. You know, he, we, he's shown us that he's got the quality there, but now it's about putting in the performances consistently when he does get the chance. And if he is, because obviously he can be a good player, but if you're not better than the player above, yet, then. You know, you're not going to make it into the team, do you know what I mean? But talking about players like Curtis Jones, is did you mention Duncan? Is he on this list? He is on the list, yeah. yeah Duncan. So, there's another player, you know, homegrown, Gerrard's cousin, of course another exciting play. It's about who wants it more out of all these young lads and that's a good thing to have. Not just like one or two prospects there. There's plenty. What do you think, how do you think Jürgen will set these sides up, James? Do you think it'll
0: be a mix like it has been against Bradford of, of youth and experience or do you think he'll maybe like go with a bit more youth in one half and a bit more experience in the other?
1: I'm not really too sure because obviously all the games are closed in together as well, aren't they? There's, there's not a really big difference between the games. I think, you know, there's Dortmunds on the Saturday and then there's Sevilla on the Sunday. Obviously, that's over here, of course. Yeah, time difference. Time it? difference, but... They're all very close together, so it's kind of hard to say what he's gonna come and set up with, but I am expecting to see a lot of the youth and players like, you know, Nathaniel Klein coming in and, you know, giving him a chance, you know what I mean? Obviously there's the star players like Van Dijk as well, who you wanna see and kick on. Mm. Um it will be very interesting to see, though, I think. What do you think about that? I think I think we'll go for a mix of youth and experience, and I wonder whether this
0: time, you know, we might start to see 60, 70 minutes out of a side rather than yeah. the 45 that we've been seeing. I'm
1: expecting 60, 70.
0: Yeah, and I, I can't remember the last couple of pre-seasons on the year and clock, whether it was the third game that they started to do that. But certainly with the games being closer together, it seems like a bit more rest and recovery for a starting eleven. Get them into that routine. Mm -hmm. And that way, by the time they get into Monday then they can sort of get back on it and get ready yeah. for the third game. So I, I think he'll pick two almost separate sides for both games mm-hmm. and he'll use the rest of his squad to make up the substitute appearances and yeah. stuff. But youth and experience, again, for
1: me. I think that would make most, most sense as well, youth and experience, when you're playing teams like Dortmund, because they'll probably be doing the same thing. They'll probably be getting some of their youth players in and then they'll be putting some of the big names in as well.
0: Yeah, and, and fives obviously uh, Borussia Dortmund's manager. They had a great start last season, didn't they? They were yeah. top of the Bundesliga. I think it was a Christmas time they were still top. Uh, Fell away a little bit. Knocked out of the Champions League yeah. in the round of 16, as I remember. Um, Done
1: well in the group stage, though. They were, like, really shining oh, yeah. in the group Absolutely,
0: stage. Oh, like, Absolutely. But, you know, and, and obviously they've got some big names there. They've obviously lost Pulisic to Chelsea and stuff like that. But it'd, it'd be good to see Jaden Sancho, Sancho yeah. it? <laughs> uh, And And it, it would be good to see him up against one of our younger players Definitely. as well. You know, a, a fancy, like, a, you know, I forget which side he plays on now, but you know you if, you it's like Hoover, yeah. if it's uh, Keanu like Hoover or if it's LaRucci, something like that, that'll be a big test for one of them. 100%. And it, you get a real a real idea of where those lads are in the development if they were to go up
1: against him. That's why these type of games can kind of kickstart your career in a way, even though they're only pre-season. But imagine if, let's say, LaRucci does come up against Sancho and absolutely has him in the back pocket all game. Already, that one performance could make him the back-up to Robertson. And it's true, because you, you've just shown that you can keep a top-class player in your back pocket for a, for a full 90 minutes. That's the type of... that. These are the type of games that players like Lerucci and Lewis will be absolutely wanting to play in. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one that.
0: final thing before we wrap it up, then. You know, Sadio Mane uh, got, got through to the AFCON final. Looks like he's My probably going to miss uh, the Norwich game. There's a, there's a spot up for grabs there, isn't there? And yeah. I think... There's a, there's a few names in the hat for it. I think Divock Regan can play that left-hand side. Yeah. Certainly, we've seen that at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, could Brewster fight his way in for that spot, do you think? Is it a realistic target?
1: Did I think it's he... a realistic target. I'm not being funny. He's, 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 he absolutely shone in the first two pre-season games. And if he can do the same against Dortmund, Sevilla and... Sporting. Sporting. Then why not? You know, when you play, especially if you're a striker, your job's to score goals. And if you keep scoring goals, then you can't deny him that chance. Realistically, especially if Manny's not available, obviously there's players like Wilson and there who, who could maybe potentially go for that spot. I don't, I don't think that will happen. I think that's a bit more unrealistic. Um, but realistically, I think. Players like Kent and Wilson should maybe get a chance in those type of games because they've just gone away on loan. They've been the player of the. I think Wilson was the player of the season for Derby, wasn't he? I know Kent was for Rangers. Young player, anyway. Yeah. Young player, yeah. Um, but honestly, I, I think if they're going to go out on loan and play as well as they've been doing, they need to get given a little chance. Yeah, um, I just,
0: I just don't see the Kent. I, and I hate saying this, I just don't see that Kent's good enough. And and it, it sounds terrible. I think he's a good player. I really do. Yeah. I just think that he's competing with world class players and he's not there. And, yeah. you know, the drop off for me is, and I, I hate saying this, it's too big, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think the, the ceiling of a Ryan Brewster is much higher, unfortunately, than a, than a ceiling of a, of a Kemp. We've landed on a real. Debbie Downer there, like, I didn't really no. want to say anything bad about him, but I, I just, don't, I just no, genuinely fired, don't, don't think he's going to make a, make a first-team But team the thing splash. is,
1: though, that and that's fair enough, but it's people like you who, players like him, need to prove wrong. And, that, and that's just how it works, you know, I'm sure there's been players before that you've looked at and gone, not good enough. For example, Divock Harigi got relegated with Wolfsburg, come back, got us into the Champions League final, scored in the Champions League final, could have even won us that Champions League final because Spurs was putting the pressure on us. And... That's why I like seeing kinds of comebacks like that. Because Kent, he's always been... You know, when he's played, you've seen that he can get at defenders, he can get past them, he can create chances. But there's not that final, you know, there's not that... That's what sets great players and good players apart and, it? And, and that's the right thing and that's what he needs to work on if he does want to be a top yeah, player yeah well his
0: opportunities here he's on the preseason there tour finally go. so hopefully he does uh, don't forget to check back at the channel later on in the week uh, we'll be having some videos in and around the US tour we've got Sean Kelly over there our man on the ground for this game uh, and then me and Paul will be picking up the reins uh, in Boston and New York and I genuinely can't wait uh, thank you very much for watching James thank you very much for joining me uh, don't forget to like the video subscribe to the Redman TV on YouTube anything else custom spray five and one only from Rustolium.
1: hi this is craig robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from invesco qqq the official etf of the ncaa the future isn't scary not realizing its potential however could be